This is cooker extraordinaire Caesar, and you're listening to After Chef the podcast. Oh, hello there, everybody! Welcome to a very special episode of uh, After Chef the podcast, the show about adults cooking. Uh, my name is Max. Ladies, always by my side, Stacy. What fantastic self-control, ladies. <laughs> this is going great so Did you see I just waved it? Oh, yes. I appreciated that. Zip lipping. Mm-hmm. Lip- My whole body is clenched. <laughs> you name a part, it is contracted. <laughs> the cut on the side of my mouth split open. I didn't even make a noise. Oh, it goodness. was trying to talk. <laughs> Guys, how have things been? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Autumn's here. Autumn is here i for one am thankful i really feel like i pulled out my fall wardrobe people this week on set were like oh you look like you're straight out of the 70s all that jumpers doing nothing for you i'm like shut up i'm cute call autumnal cute call autumnal <laughs> yeah this is my brand the three two c's and an a c c what was the second i meant to say, say fall but <laughs> I just tried to roll it back. I trust, I trust you so much that so I was like, oh, that, oh, cool. that must be it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Autumn. Cause like Normcore. I don't know. I like Autumn because you can wear a big jumper. Mm-hmm. I've got quite skinny legs, so you can wear like skinny jeans. And then just the impression I give is that I'm probably quite thin because <laughs> the jumper just hides your top half. There you go. Snuggle. Snuggler. Fashion tips, everyone. And then everyone was laughing at me all day because I was wearing a mustard oversized jumper. And then I saw Lauren Conrad posted a picture wearing the exact same jumper. And I sent it around the crew and said, hey, guys, just so you know, I'm very on trend. And then they replied saying mine was a cheaper version. Wow. So cold. I so had cold. a similar experience happening when I was wearing a yellow sweater about this time last year. Um, when somebody famous was wearing a yellow sweater too. Who? Like the remember that BBC dad <laughs> Why who was say someone famous instead of just saying their name. You remember that BBC guy who was giving an interview and then like his kids burst into yeah. the room. She was wearing the exact same sweater as me. <laughs> the nanny? No, the child. Oh, the child. <laughs> and also like clear rim glasses like me. Oh my god, I didn't even notice. It's like, who is this style icon? It's like looking in a mirror. We're going to have to do some half and halves on uh, Insta this week. Kind of topical. Do you, have a, <laughs> do you have a pic of you in that outfit? Oh, so many. <laughs> There's a parody video. Of Stacey? Oh, wait, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, we'll post it. Yeah, do a repost. Guys, uh, this is a very special episode. We, are, we have an interview with a uh, top three contestant. Ooh-hoo. Finalist. Uh, Caesar, uh, that will come at the end of this episode. So I'm not sure. happy with him, though. <gasps> Whoa! I'm. I was really unhappy. I think you guys took it too lightly. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, every week you introduce us as the only unofficial, oh, official yeah. Master Chef after show, yes. or something. I don't never really listen Nobody, to what you say, yeah, but that's the gist. <laughs> and we pride ourselves on that. Mm-hmm. We really do. And then. Some other podcast. Mm-hmm. What's it called? After Buzz TV. So Caesar, Caesar, I'm not going to bother to learn your name now. Whoa! Gave them the exclusive interview. Well, it wasn't an exclusive because he talked to us. How long yeah, but did the he first, talk to them? The premiere. Yeah, so I have a question about their podcast. Do they just cover any TV show? They. It's like a network. It's a podcast network, and they divvy their shows up 
into like after shows. So do do they have a full MasterChef fan cast? Yes. So every week when we introduce ourselves as the only unofficial official, that's a lie. I, I don't know if we've been doing that. I researched it before though, and no one else has a MasterChef podcast. When you researched it, were we just doing After Chef Junior? Yeah. So wait, After Buzz have been following this whole season? This whole time. Uh, yes, they have. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're... So why are we bothering? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. What if we do a new show after this show's over that's just after After Buzz TV where we are critiquing and picking apart? Guys, who are the hosts of that show? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how this, this is... Two things. One. Have you known this forever? Are you on it? I am not on it. And <laughs> Max, I, you have to tell I us. Only this listen is on the to, record. I only listened to the episode that Cesar was on before I interviewed him. You because listened I, to it? Because I wanted to make sure I wasn't asking all the same questions. Were they as good as us? They're guys. It's... it's, it's Max, wink were once. they as good as us? Have a stance! I... I'm Whose feelings would you good. rather define hurt? good. Define I don't good. want feelings. I want you to tell me if their show... Is as good as ours or better? I want you to. I, I don't understand. You know what's stumping me? I don't know if you're asking me this question as a prof, as a media professional. <gasps> I'm asking you as a media professional whose show is better. If you say <laughs> theirs, that's okay. Their show is sleeker. It Ooh. definitely is done in a with professional microphones and possibly in a studio of some kind. Hmm. So you I mean the audio quality? Is their sleeker. audio quality is much better. They are not nearly as interesting or entertaining. Who are they? I don't know. So their audio quality is better, but yes. you think our content is better. Well, s- most of the time, but if Might you go- have a spine. I'm telling you that like if you go back and you listen to our you and I, Stacy, you are free from criticism here, but if you go back and you listen to our reaction to the Bake Off episode, uh-huh. the greatest episode of in, all time, of all time, maybe television ever. Yeah. Still it, we were mostly it. just rambling nonsensically. Yeah, we were pretty drunk, so yes. that makes sense. So yeah. they would never do that. <laughs> but maybe that's what people love about us. Maybe I think, we're, it, I think it's true. Maybe we're the spunky well, hosts. Well, people that, love a podcast episode where they spend 10 minutes talking about how great they are this is a great way to kick off the show and this is what puts us over the edge after buzz learn a lesson from like who are the hosts of after like so is the after who buzz- are we <laughs> no i want to know like is there an after buzz big brother an after buzz survivor yes, and after buzz- there and is. is it the same host no it's different so who the are the master chef people yeah i don't Max, know you listen to an episode oh, i can tell you they're males I, I females there's names. one guy he Race. has a spanish name I I can't remember what it is. Hmm. He sounds exactly like Jerron. He sounds like this. Uh, he sounds ex- this, this Who would have thought that these they sound exactly the same. Produce such delicate, beautiful desserts. What if it's Jerron using a, like a stage name? <laughs> I I legitimately thought it was Jerron when I was listening to it. So I was like, one guy crazy. just talking into a mic. No, there's one guy. There's that guy. There's the Jerron impersonator. <laughs> then there is a woman who claims to be some sort of food expert, but I don't believe a word. As she if says. you need a food expert yeah. on a food podcast. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Know. Like those weren't real she, clams. She <laughs> seemed a little confident when she was like, "Oh yeah, I've oh yeah, I've heard of people eating tuna heart." I'm like, "No, you oh, haven't." Shut up! I no, hate you this. haven't. And then I said that. Yeah. Like, there's another person on there. I cannot remember what they're. So they role have. Three people? They have three people. Two girls and a guy? I can't remember if it's two. Are they the ladies always by his side? 
<laughs> no, I think it's two guys and a girl. I don't like those demographics. Yeah. Anyways, let me tell you. The questions they ask are exactly what you would expect. What does it feel like to be in the top three? Uh, what was it like when you got the tuna heart? Ugh. What was it this? What was that? And, and Caesar does a fantastic job on it. It's worth a listen to hear what Caesar has to say. But Gotta know if you want to get the real Caesar, if you want to learn about this man. If you want to serve up a Caesar salad. If absolutely. I want to learn about his mom. Wait, didn't, I didn't ask him about his mom. But we're going to learn. There's a lot of really fascinating stuff. I I asked in the beginning. I called him up. I'm like, oh, I see that you did this other show. Before us. Before us. That's what I'm ticked about. Mm -hmm. Before us. (laughs) We dedicate our lives to this. (laughs) Like, I'm choking on my red wine. Does anyone know? Does anyone know or care as much about these contestants who let's say are grabbing their 15 minutes and let's put cards on the table we're helping them we sit here and discuss <laughs> you in detail yeah people call this podcast the 16th minute of fame <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a great that is a great we have to your tagline that. the 16th welcome to after chef junior after chef welcome to after chef the podcast <laughs> Your 16th, 16th minute. minute of fame. That's what we should call the interview segment. I love oh, it. The yeah. 16th, 16th minute. minute of anyway, fame. that's what I was ticked about that he went there first. Well, I mean, it's, it's like we're scheduling. the Washington Post, they're the Huffington Post. That's how I feel. In Caesar's defense, he had been trying to line something up with us for like three weeks and then we just slept on it for too long. But when did he speak with them? I have no idea. Tuna Heart adjacent episode. Yeah. Also, I feel like, are they on the Maximum Fun Network? No. They're I, on the After Buzz TV Network. Why are we not on that? I know. Why that's are the we most on upsetting. No, why are they just yes. giving MasterChef to these cowboys who've jumped <laughs> in at what season? Have they dedicated three years of their lives to this? I, I'm telling you, if you want to get really upset, Jenny, you should listen to the Caesar episode <laughs> because it will infuriate Is it you. mediocre? Yes! Ugh. Nothing gets her but it's gears slick. grinded faster. But it's slick. It's slick, right? Yeah, but I don't feel, and listeners correct me if I'm wrong. You guys can just go ahead and skip uh, <laughs> right ahead. Just pitch that. Ten, I'd say 10 minutes from now, we'll be checking in on what this <laughs> episode was really, about. Our audio quality is fine. I, I would, these aren't popping. I, I would rather listen to people who care about the subject than someone who's phoned it in as part of a mantra from the man. I love that you have yeah. not listened to these I, people. I, have no I, idea. I agree. I agree totally. They have. They had no edge. They had no. They. I was not I was not. I wouldn't even describe my myself as being pleasantly surprised. You guys, are we starting a feud? I think so. <laughs> Our first feud. What I want to. I, I want. Uh, listeners, come at us. Listen to the interview they did with Cesar. Listen to the interview we do with Cesar. You say we, but it. it's you. It is me. I've also and it was not an hour. I talked yeah. to Cesar for an hour. I think How you did guys you cut are it friends. down? I haven't cut it down yet. <laughs> I Whatever. mean, you can't have an hour. Well, the Emily tapes were about thirty. <laughs> yeah, they rolled in around thirty. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long one. You know, because we do it properly. We're yeah. the long read. I told you, we're the wash po. <laughs> exactly. We're not clickbait. For my uh, so, in Caesar's defense, I asked him straight up. I'm like, hey man, I saw you did another podcast. You know, 
hurtful. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, he kind of laughed it off. I'm like, I need you to rate your experience on After Buzz TV. From yes, a scale at the beginning or the end? At the beginning. Okay. Can you please rate that experience? He gave it a 7 out of 10. Which, by the way, is not great. Yeah, it's not low. It's how I live my life. <laughs> 7 out of 10. And then at the end of our interview, I asked him again. And I want you to rate this interview mm-hmm. out of 10. And if to find out what he rated it, you're going to have to listen. Were you happy, though? I, was, I thought it was a pitch-perfect answer. <laughs> From America's sweetheart, Cesar. Oh! <laughs> Sammy's been dethroned. From South America's sweetheart. The Latin America's sweetheart. Mm, I like it. Cesar. Um, So anyways, very exciting. Uh, Very excited about that interview. Uh, Really great stuff, man. Cesar goes into a lot of really interesting stuff about his philosophy around food, his philosophy around tacos in general. And Jenny, there is a part at the end that is going to rock your world. Does it involve me? Yes. (gasps) No! (laughs) Wait, does he say I'm cute? (laughs) He doesn't. He. You have to tell me right now because I won't be able to focus for the rest of the episode. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to focus. Did so you he tell like me my, now? Did he like her sweater? Okay. Okay. Um, tell me now, or I won't listen. I, 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 let me just mark this. No, here. just tell me right now. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> well, he. The viewers also won't be able to concentrate. Okay. okay. <laughs> All the Jenny um, heads out there. Maybe I should just play it. No, just tell me. Uh, well, I mean. You know, we were talking about how he was doing all these pop-up restaurants and things like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you and Jenny should exchange notes because she also does pop-ups. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, maybe if I, you know, I didn't make it to the West Coast this summer, I'm, I'm going to try and come out to the West Coast this next summer. So maybe I'll come up to Vancouver. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, This is exactly what I'm like. When Jenny hears this, her mind is going to be blown. For the listeners, Jenny's <laughs> jaw is on the floor right now, having heard that. And I'm like, I'm like... Like, she's going to take this very seriously. And he's like, I am serious. Is he going to stay with me, do you think? <laughs> you two <laughs> sorted out. That was not said at all. Do you think he'll like my dogs? I think he'd like my dogs. Can you imagine pictures of Caesar and my dogs? Oh, too cute. <laughs> all right. Caesar, you're back on my good side. Yeah. We have a double episode to get through. <gasps> oh so God. please, let's uh, get cracking here. Um, good Jenny phrase. What? Get cracking. Okay. okay. Um, the episode. Here's another one. Can I just say? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> Even if somebody replies no, you're already rolling. <laughs> um. So oh, here's another one. Max, no. There you go. God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not your friend. Okay. <laughs> Censured. I'm quiet now. Um. So the episode begins. Uh, and it's all going to take place within the MasterChef kitchen, and we are presented with a series of elimination challenges. You guys, let's just take a moment to be grateful that we don't have to watch any more restaurant challenges. We don't have to watch any more vineyard wedding challenges. We don't have to watch any any more of that, any more mm-hmm. of that garbage. It's just pure Master Chef Chefing. kitchen time, chef and hard. Chef and hard. Chef and hard. Mm-hmm. Are we all on the same page that Chef and doesn't have a G in the end? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Uh, I loved like the intros because it's top yes. five now. Like, poof, 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 
warriors. Yeah. Love yes. how they're presented. Face close up. So yeah. Like profile close up. Totally. Totally. That sort of really cool, um, almost retro, you know, fade in, fade, fade in, out. fade out of the of the faces. It was a bold stylistic choice. I loved it. It was very eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was. was clear. You know, it's clear when you get to the last few episodes that they really do need to stretch things out a little more. <laughs> there is a little more filler because there's only five contestants. So that was really smart of them to to do three cooking challenges essentially throughout that episode. Yeah, I've never seen them do that before. I have no. The step up from oh wait, oh wait, mm. it's three. It's the but power of three. The step up from like the previous like elimination challenges to these elimination challenges was like twofold. Yeah. Did a producer quit and a new producer come in and they're like, like, okay, get the salmon out? It was <laughs> nuts. Anyway. The way that they presented the challenges with, like, the camera swivels and suddenly Iran is over by the door. Oh, my God. And then he's and then talking. There's a spotlight on Gordon and he finished someone's sentence. Is that the right yes. episode? Yeah, yeah. And he was keep, like, and, mm. the f- and it was like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was loved it. It was like, it was like Theatrical. cinema. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone awesome. else feel like if they'd had a better budget for music, they could have really gone wild with this. Well, what do you mean? I don't think I would have been distracted if it was a pop song. Oh, no, not pop. Like, something classic, like... <laughs> that is. Final countdown. <laughs> that is a... That's not pop, is it? Is, well, is like, it what I meant by pop is, like, a popular rock. song. Like, oh, okay. That's pretty well, popular. I, I don't mean, know if pop stands for popular in the common language, but that's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just felt like it needed that. Like, something like... <sighs> It was almost yeah. there. It was mm. almost perfection, is what I'm saying. Mm. I, that, was, that was right there. I, I, I think it. I would have been distracted if it was a song I recognized. I would have loved to have been a fly in the wall for the filming of that as well. Because they must have done it with the contestants there and without the contestants there. I am. Um, from the camera Because they all just like appeared from nowhere. It was yeah. very startling. Yeah, I loved it. For some reason, I have in my notes, in quotes... Just says in the face. Yeah, because that's when Gordon started talking when his spotlight came on him. I don't know. It was a quote. Did somebody say in the face about something? I don't know. Never mind. So, anyways, the first uh, it's going to be. There's five of them. The first challenge is going to be beef kebabs, and uh, only two will survive the beef kebab challenge and make it directly into the final after this. And then after beef kebabs, there'll be a second challenge. We don't know what it is at this point. Uh, only one will survive, and then it'll be one-on-one in the final. Beef kebab to final is like a big jump. It's wild. It is wild that that was the, the, the what tipped the scale for them. Also, but, do you guys... Sorry, I just need to ask you guys a question. Um, how? So they were talking... They were alluding to beef. They were trying to hint at beef. Oh, be that's there. right. Yeah. What did... Like, how did they describe how Americans feel about beef? <laughs> I just remembered all the liquid smoke. I don't remember the words. That they eat a lot of it? They worship it. <laughs> <laughs> it was what America was built on. Mm. Beef and walnuts. walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm going to talk about it now, but we're going to bring it up at the end. All I right. just want you to bear this in mind to contextualize everything we're about to talk about. Each judge has one contestant in the finale. I know. Oh, that's weird. What a crazy coincidence. Yeah. So let's just, everything we're about to talk about, let's put on our, take off our rose colored glasses and put on our conspiracy glasses. Sure. <laughs> our turquoise. What would those look like? Turquoise. Oh, okay. Our turquoise glasses, one of each. 
Yeah, but it didn't really seem. This is what we we had been anticipating this for for several weeks. Yeah, when they started like putting Jaron on a pedestal. Well, I mean, I feel like so going into this episode, I was very conscious of this, yeah. and I was watching it with that eye to see like at what where where will we see them bend the rules in order to uh, create this convoluted thing at the end where it would be one from each person. But I didn't sense it actually. I felt like. Every decision that happened made total sense. I felt like this whole season, Jerome has been floating middle of the pack. Mm. And then about three episodes ago, when he became... Whose team is he on again? Joe. When he became JB's final contestant, all of a sudden it was like, he's amazing. He's winning the challenges. They're talking a lot about how great he Mm. is. I feel like they really started sowing the seeds. This guy's final worthy. It feels like you could have done that all along, though. Like, by the time they were he, editing they this, they knew that he was winning. So why not? They didn't. He went, like, we've yeah. never heard of him. We've never heard of him. We've never heard of him to, like, on the balcony. Team yeah. captain. Like, real quick. What did he make in the previous episode? Something jerk? Yeah. No, he made jerk uh No, they... Kebabs. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, I'll tell you what he made. Oh, delicate dessert. Who would have thought oh, yeah. that these big old hands I mean, could produce such delicate, beautiful desserts? I mean, you cannot deny his performance in that dessert. He crushed it. He utterly crushed it. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. So I'm not, hey, I'm not I don't saying he say, doesn't deserve to be there at all. I'm not saying mm-hmm. either, but I'm just saying... As a viewer, like, you kind of want to be... You don't want to be totally surprised by the three in the final, like... Cesar, I feel like all along has been sort of positioned as a, a strong one to watch. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like Ashley and Jerron kind of have been flying under the radar for a long time. That's true. That's but true. I'll just put it this way and we'll get there. But when Sam was standing up beside Jerron, we all knew. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was no way they weren't going to put old JBs in the final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. I agree. Kebabs. Uh, kebabs. Do you think Gordon will be able to handle his apron not winning? Do you think Ashley has the edge just because she has the G? I I think I called it in the last episode. And I'm going to call it again. Ashley's going to win this. I don't think they would let Gordon not win this. Yeah. Oh, you think it's I contractually? I don't think they would let Gordon not win it. Oh, honestly. I don't think so. Do you want to put some money on this? Oh, I'll bring an ice cream cake to the finale. Oh, yay! Should we put another ice cream? <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, yeah. Should we split up the? Should we split up the winners and whoever? Well, oh, yeah. but then I get Jerome because I was Team GB, That's but true. I think Ashley will win it. Mm-hmm. I think Cesar is going to win it for sure. Who do you sure. think is going to win it? I feel like uh, somebody should stand up for Jerron. Okay. Who would have thought that these big old hands could produce such delicate, beautiful desserts? (laughs) I feel like Ashley's going to win it. I don't think they would let Gordon not win this. Huh. Interesting. That would mean that really... uh, You know what's funny? Sam, when she comes out of this, she gets tuition paid for. Yeah, that's I cried so much. That's when I text you guys. Sorry, we're jumping ahead, guys. Well, everybody's seen the show. I'm on my period and I could not handle <laughs> it. 
Mike, it's life. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting you to say it. I could not handle it. I could not handle it. I was just weeping <laughs> at my laptop. I had only had one glass of wine as well. It wasn't even Mike. It's so nice. I I'm so happy it. for her. Do you think it's true? It is. I mean, why didn't she tell you that in her interview? Well, she can't tell me that she got eliminated. Is she at culinary school now? Yeah. And he's paying. Yeah, so nice. Do you think he's actually paying? You're crying again. Yeah, I sent. Uh, I mean, I sent her a, a message uh, after she was eliminated. Texting yeah. another woman. Nah, <laughs> you know, I was just like, "Hey, that is such a shame. You, you came so close. Uh, hope it hasn't. Hope this all this TV stuff hasn't been distracting at culinary school." And I signed it from the three of us. Did she reply? Yeah, she's like, "I don't like you pick my name and stuff." Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just being yeah, conscious. Whenever we of, get a bank loan or whatever, I'm just being conscious. Just, I'm not. I'm trying not to be like some weird dude who's like texting, you know, a 19 year old over the internet. So what is some she of say? us uh, don't have that problem? Some of us like to text 13 year old boys. Exactly. Shout out to all my after chef juniors. <laughs> Shout out to Chef Evan. Uh, got nice, up so fast. Speaking of which, we dropped we name dropped Chef Evan last last episode, and uh, we got a nice email from his mom. But yeah, still so listens. Nice. What yeah. a guy. That's Thanks, nice. man. Yeah. Keeping it up. He made a very delicious, dul- uh, I can never say it right, dulce, dulce. dulce uh, lava cake. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Make it your own. Lava is whatever you want it to be. Let that be a lesson <laughs> to all of you. Um, right. What did Sam reply? She was just like, yeah, thanks. I guess this, now you know why I, or now you know why, I can't remember. It was something nice, you know, whatever it was. But it was basically like, yeah, I Tell me what, why she couldn't have mentioned it before. You know, that was honestly the nicest thing I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, I wonder when he decided he was going to do that. I think it was right there and then. I frame. I hope so. How much? So cool. That would be so cool. How much do you think culinary school is? Mm. It's in America, so probably like eight million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Why does it have to be that much? Because I guess it would be cheaper because you could do it like in state, probably. Like also, know. tuna heart ain't cheap. You know. <laughs> It's true. You'd have to First, have like... lesson one, tuna hearts. They're going to be hot. <laughs> hot, I say. <laughs> Second, walnuts. Yeah, walnuts. America was built on walnuts, you see? <laughs> That's a fun character. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have to pay for books, and, but you'd also have, like, a bunch of tools and stuff. I, I wonder, do you... Her accommodation? What are the yeah. tools? Spatula. Do you go away to cooking school? That yes. seems like something you do close yeah, to home. she's doing it in, uh, in New York City. But she's not from New York. Exactly. She has traveled. So she's paying rent? So she's living Somewhere. in the big city? Is Gordon paying for her apartment in New York? I oh my God. Gordon explicitly said tuition. In, New TV, TV show. show. <gasps> Sam in the city. Mike, you probably don't get it. I'm referencing Sex in the City. Oh, yeah. I've never seen enough. She's like smoking and looking out a window. Never. All of this cooking made me wonder, did I need to take a whisk to fall in love? <laughs> Such a Samantha thing to say. <laughs> She's such a Samantha. <laughs> okay, Lupe. <laughs> Just for next episode, because we only have one episode left. Yeah. I'm going to write a little paragraph for Sam in the City. Okay. And we'll play the music before it. And I okay. can't wait. Uh, <laughs> speaking of paragraphs, maybe that's a good segue into our, uh, our book report section. Book report section. Take a look. It's in a book, a reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. I do 
even not know the words. Is that the, the same lady as the kites? You guys <laughs> listen to such weird music. I That's a theme song from a beloved children's show. What children's show? Reading, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. It's right by, in the name of the song. Never heard of it Le- in my life. <laughs> hosted by LeVar Burton. Is from- it the one with like Zippy and... Anyways, so I've been reading Restaurant Man, the New York Times bestseller by Joe Bastianich with a foreword by Maria Batelli. And I've just been enjoying it so much I wanted to share a few um, sections with you. So this is from a section where Joe is talking about kind of trying to discover himself in college. Is this an NSFW? Yes, this is an... uh, Yeah, just skip this whole section. Tune back in, in a moment, children. Or anybody who doesn't want to hear some swears. This is going to be swearing. There might be swears. There might be, yeah. Should I try live Some raunch. Yeah. I'll watch her mouth. Okay. No, no. I'm going to do it. Oh, boy. Um, This is when Joe's trying to kind of discover his identity and has fallen in with some (laughs) deadheads. One of the good lessons of being a hippie was to try not to affect the world in a negative way. You wanted to be conscious of your consumption and keep it all natural. That opened up the sensibilities to organic food and wine, which stayed with me forever. Whether you can maintain those values once you get out of college and have to work to make a living and have kids to feed is another question, but I certainly tried. You won't be eating any processed crap in any of my restaurants, and without a doubt, no matter what became trendy in the food world later, for me those values became with my family and were reinforced in my hippie phase. They stirred a sentiment in me that I'd already known very well. That having what you need should be enough. It was a strange nexus of hippie and immigrant survival instincts. You don't need more food than what can sustain you. You needed only one pair of jeans. You needed only one hacky sack. Okay, there was no swears. There was no there. swears. Oh. Um, Here's another one. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, I want to talk about that one. Okay. One pair of jeans bought eight million pairs of sneakers. I know, he's changed. Disgust. I like the idea of Joe hacky-sacking, though. That's Nothing why. about Joe says hippie to me. He's so suave. Mm-hmm. Just because he's bald? No, like, he's always in the suit and the sneaks, and they're, like, talking about tuna hearts. Like, none of, nothing is hippie from that. That's why I wanted to share that section. I know it wasn't, you know, maybe as sexy as some of the other ones <laughs> that are going to come up, but it's, like, a revelatory. Is the next one sexy? Here it comes. Fifty Shades of Joe. The do, skill... Do, 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 do. <laughs> The skills of a maitre d' are the same skills a hooker has to please the clients. Make them come. Make them feel like they're the only one. Extract as much money as you can. Whoa. Took a turn. That was sexy. Because Joe makes me feel like a natural woman. Okay, that's all I have for today. That's all you have? All right, well, that was Reading Rainbow. Take a look. It's in a book. Still don't know what this show is. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Uh, so they... Is this a Canadian show? No. I don't think so. After Buzz would never... <laughs> would never. <laughs> they would never play licensed uh, <laughs> music they don't have the license to. I tell you that much. Um... So they... They're making kebabs. They get to their stations. And did you notice they all faced each other mm, when making those intense. kebabs? That was interesting, right? Yeah. And straight away, Jerome's talking about how he's cutting the size of the meat as though they're telling us, oh, this guy's final material. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't believe you're so really just obvious. digging into... No, it was run. so obvious to me. Uh, Meanwhile, Bowen is julienning his peppers, <sighs> which one. has the judges questioning his sanity. 
Can I sprinkle some conspiracy in here? <laughs> yes. Thank you for asking. They told Bowen something different than they told everyone else. First of all, I thought the whole thing was really quite racist. I don't know what mm. they do in China, but yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Second, they're like, oh, it's a replic- replication challenge. I can't believe he's doing this. It's like, yeah, it was a bit nuts. And like, I didn't see the point of it. But then they congratulated Jerome on his jerk spice, which was also deviating from the traditional kebab. They did tell them to make it their own, though. So why are you crying about... He still had peppers on the skewer. It's true. So why are you crying about the julienne? Was it weird? Yes. Is he a weird kid? Yes. Is he Chinese? Yes. Does any of that really matter? Joe said, has Bowen lost his mind? Mm -hmm. Lost his mind. Sorry, I'm not your friend. No, Joe. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was a bit, like, intense. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of, like, oh, he doesn't listen. Oh, I don't know what they do in China. Yeah. I was like, I don't, right. think, I don't think anybody said, I don't know yeah. what they do in China. He literally he did. He literally said, I don't know what they do in China. Bowen was coating meatballs and crumbs at one point, and Joe said, must be Chinese. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he said it in a way that was derogatory. He was like, it must be a Chinese technique. No, no, no. It was all derogatory. <laughs> I think they were just, they were playing on this wacky, oh, he's foreign, he doesn't get it thing, like, the whole way through. No. There's a difference between, like, oh, he doesn't listen, and oh, he's not from here. Yeah, has never eaten a skewer. Fox. Has never eaten a meatball. Mm -hmm. Hey, Fox. Oh, this is getting, becoming a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I, I literally started this with I'm going to sprinkle some conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy glasses yeah. back on. Nah, I think you guys are just being. The wrong. real concern was that Sam was very oven focused. Yes, yes, <laughs> what all the way. What was along happening here? there? Every time her problem was that she put things in the oven that she was, it was like compulsive. Like she couldn't stop putting things in the she oven. She loves the oven. That's an oven head if I've ever seen mm-hmm. one. Maybe it's, loving that oven. You know, what? it might be a nice. Oh, why was that not the name of our love segment? Loving the oven. Ah. Uh-huh. Do, 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 do. Some people tell me it's wrong. <laughs> I just can't stop the heat. There you go. No, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Feel the heat. Feel the heat. Next nah. season. Next season. Um, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. You know, we've seen Sam for the past few episodes. Um, I succumbing to the stresses mm-hmm. of the challenge. I get and, it. And I get it. Is there not it. something restful for you and your psyche to take something and put it in the oven and take a step back and just let the oven? do its job for a bit i mean none of us as we know understand cooking <laughs> i have seen a lot of cooking stuff where they do something in a pan and then they put it in the oven to finish it off mm-hmm. so to me it wasn't that wacky no yeah it seemed normal but if it's a grilling challenge maybe you just keep it on the grill yeah i don't i don't really know either joe described her kebabs as minimalist with a minimalist flavor a minimalist with minimal flavor skating mm, i hate mushrooms though <laughs> she didn't take put peppers on she put mushrooms remember oh yeah that's right that's i had right. steak tips for lunch today hmm. what's a steak tip i don't know it just was like little squares of steak because hmm. i need to replenish some iron because mm-hmm. you know <laughs> max make eye contact you know with what <laughs> Sorry, I was reading my notes. What happened? 
I had steak tips and tomato soup. That was my lunch. Mm -hmm. That's better than the churro you had last episode. (laughs) That's right. We were worried about your nutrition. Yeah. Um, Jerron uh, did the jerk spice. We talked about that. I loved his plating. He oh. stacked them like a little uh, Final worthy. Finale. Yes, it was. Well, I mean, it was. Finale. Ashley, Cesar, both good. Seemed to be generally good. Neither buddy had any... Neither one of them really seemed to stand out there. But it was enough for Cesar and Jerron to both be saved and be immediately ushered uh, oh, into the top four. Cesar and Jerron? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then it was just Gordon's kids left. That's right. Gordon's kids. The grids. That do battle. <laughs> one on one. And it's a meatball challenge. They have to make a uh, fluffy, pe- pillowy. Cl- what's the word? I wish we had meatballs just now. Yeah, I know. A couple of big soft meatballs would be fantastic. With some za. Some mm. pe- pasta. You have meatballs and pizza? Uh Pasta. Was Za short for pasta? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm so hungry. Was Za short for pasta? Pasta. Meatballs are so good, but did you guys find that a bit weird that this stage in the game it was kebabs, meatballs, and whatever? Like, hard but not hard. This compared, the next episode hard. was a million percent harder than mm. this episode. This was just like skills. It was skills, skills, skills. Skills. It was like, can you cook beef properly in three different ways? I mean, yeah. No. I get it. People worship beef. Um. But <laughs> what's the beef and pork ratio? And my question is, where's the beef? Very. like that? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not going I to. I don't get it. Yeah. Don't don't even try. Commercial. It's fine. It's from, it's from a, a commercial Canadian before Stacy was even born. Stop trying to reference niche stuff. It's like a, one of the most famous commercials in the world. Where's the beef? Yeah. Do you know it? Yeah. Was it when you were born? I think it was probably right around the same year. So I wasn't even conceived. No. No. Yeah. It's Stacey, just like, and it's just like an old niche. woman just like being like, where's the beef? Stacy, nothing about this show is niche, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're popular culture. Yeah, we're, super, we're pop. Mm-hmm. We're so pop. So, um, it's, so, it's meatball time. They they zero in pretty quickly on like what everybody's problem is. They're like, Sam is just being crazy with her oven. Mm-hmm. Ashley has time management problems since mm-hmm. day one. Mm-hmm. First, I feel like I've heard of this. Yeah. Bowen, not listening. <laughs> no breadcrumbs in the... In the uh, Don't people want that? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's part of it. You have to... Because you want to make it... L- 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 you know, um, if you say pillowy again, yeah, I will I'm really I'm hungry. I'm yeah. not enjoying talking about this. <laughs> Sorry, do you want some za? <laughs> do you have za? Yeah, pasta. Oh, no, we, we have za pizza or pasta. Yes, do you have pizza in yeah, your it's fridge? In the fridge? Oh, Leftover I will have some, some domino. after. Yeah, dominoes it has yeah. anchovies on it. Why are you getting dominoes? This was it was we two. live around the corner from an excellent zara. It was on a, it was on a Monday. And oh. they were closed. I will take a zat on the mm-hmm. for the walk home. But anyway, um, yeah, Ashley's time management skills seemed like a weird thing to bring up at this stage. <laughs> she was clearly going to that balcony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they would just needed something, I guess, to make it a, a mystery. Mm-hmm. 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 So Ashley makes it upstairs. Now we have Sam versus Bowen, and they're making a series. Of filet mignons. Three. Three mignons. It was a triple mignon challenge. Gordon's dish of choice. It's so 
boring. Filet Gordon. Oh, I like that. Thank you so much. <laughs> you should sell those. Yeah. Gordon. Label that up. It's not very business savvy. Yeah, this was pretty boring. I guess there's... To watch. Yeah. Visually, it was boring. But you know... They love the suspense of cutting into meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this gave them the opportunity to do it six times. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. I was really impressed by the steak knives, too. They seem super sharp. <laughs> I'm sure sharp they're MasterChef brand steak knives. Ooh. We can go get them. They just sliced through that filet manila like it was hot butter. Sharp knives stress me out. Mm, I like, that. to watch that, you're like, oh, that could be my arms. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they like cutting into eggs. They like cutting into meat. They like cutting into <laughs> chocolate lava cakes. Yeah. It's all just about like what's going to gush <laughs> out. If I know one thing Gordon likes is cut into it. When I plan his 50th birthday party, it's going to be all his favorite things. Eggs. We're going to have a lamb chop ring competition. He's going to get to cut up like 10 eggs. He's going to take <laughs> off his shirt a bunch of times. <laughs> Guys, I actually think we can plan Gordon can a great party? party instead of the caber toss. It'd be like the lamb shank toss. That's really funny. When is his birthday? What do you guys think? What's his star sign? <laughs> What's his star Ooh. sign? I don't really understand. I'm going to say Leo? the same as me, Pisces. <gasps> I'm going to say Leo. Ask Siri. Siri, how or when is? <laughs> I'll tell you who's killing it. I've that as how old are women? Let me try again. Siri, when is Gordon Ramsay's birthday? Gordon Ramsay was born November eighth, nineteen sixty six, and is fifty one years old. November eighth. What's what horoscope sign is that? Siri, what horoscope sign is November eighth? Okay, I found this on the web for yeah. what horoscope sign is November eighth. Scorpio. He would be. He classic Scorp. He would play. You know what? He would be a really good Bond villain. Oh. You know, like not not the not the bruiser that gets into a fight, but the guy, the mastermind that that arranges yeah. all the traps and is trying to kill, destroy the world. Like he's obviously a clever person. Mm-hmm. I think he's very smart and very bright. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other fun birthday games. I'm thinking like you have to hold what's one of the things we can never remember the names of where you pull off the silver thing that keeps a plate warm a cl- i think they're called a cloche so get this there's two cloches uh-huh with plates uh-huh and you have to guess if it's one potato or two potatoes <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny i like that um i think it's best when you make a joke and someone says that's really funny instead of laughing that's when you know the <laughs> joke's like real sweet i'm sorry i'm sorry my eye is just like really bothering yeah what are you doing it's just my eye has been twitching like crazy for like two months it's not good it's coincidentally how long this season's gone on. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's been going on for longer than two months. We've been doing this. No. Please yeah. donate to our Patreon for eye surgery for Matt. <laughs> oh, it's Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't feed it to my dot dog. He can help a boy in need. It's true. It's true. What other Gordon Ramsay fun party games? Should we host a Gordon Ramsay party? Yeah. And then if he comes, he comes. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. <laughs> fun. Everybody has have... to wear the tightest shirt they can. And he'll marry And someone. have their hair like... Yeah, should we go to a Gordon Ramsay wedding? Their hair can just be like, I can't do it on the radio, but you know. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, just so thoughtfully disheveled, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. every hair is so purposefully out of place. A Gordon Ramsay wedding would also be fun. Like, who can officiate the best? Yeah. I'm honored to declare you husband and wife. No, I'd be like, I'm honored to declare you birthday boy. <laughs> 
There could be some sort of competition to see who can add the most adjectives before they... I love it. It's sort of like a time... Yeah, like, describe this. Yeah. And That's a whole corner. Yeah. Describe this. <laughs> I like it. This is the most stunning, beautiful, decadent. But it's one of those things where you close your eyes and put your hands in boxes and you're feeling something. Oh, I love that. You have to describe it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. All right, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> uh, so unfortunately, Sam does not make it through the this episode. She is... Uh, or no, sorry, Bowen. It's Bowen that, that does not make it through. Mm-hmm. Um, Gordon offers him a job in any of his kitchen <laughs> this right. is where i was like this doesn't feel genuine yeah all he did was tell bowen how slow he was how, how he, he doesn't listen. listen like why You're would that him into shape not yeah. a great job interview overall <laughs> not a great okay let's get real also bowen's a pilot he doesn't need your stupid <laughs> chef job let's get real though guys oh okay i, I, I can't wait deep. to hear what comes next i want to dig deep here oh god okay <sighs> what did you think of bowen he didn't seem like he, and as we always say, all we know is what the TV tells us. Yeah. That's what we always say. They said, they seemed to really like his seasoning, really liked his flavors. That does not come across. It did mm. not feel like anything was very creative. It did not think, seem like anything was very beautifully plated. I thought his plating was always on point. Those lettuce wraps that was were his, garbage. That was his sort of his strong suit, I would say, was his plating. But mm, 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 mm. overall, as like a character on a TV show, I for some reason like, was he the villain or not? It just yeah. wasn't fully fleshed out. Thanks for asking me back, guys. Um, <laughs> it just wasn't fully fleshed out. We had sprinkles of Bowen, yeah, but we never really, yeah. What was Bowen? Who is Bowen? What yeah. can Bowen create? Well, I can't answer any of those questions. He definitely seemed like we we got glimpses when he was very weirdly aggressive and mm. but aggressively, like you could never really. He was never like when he would whisper to Caesar like I do not like you, right? Or this stuff. Sorry, I'm not your friend. Like I want. I want- more yeah we, we didn't get the talking head yeah. fill out of All that of, character i think i think mm. a big part of the uh, the talking head stuff always came across as disingenuine and i think that's a symptom of the esl situation mm-hmm. um and i also think that we unfortunately you know when we, when we had the loved ones episode his partner just was not a character you know yeah. and, and not even like not a character i mean just said almost nothing that's why he had to go yeah, it well, just like Bowen, we want a tearful, like wild reunion between you and your husband at the finale, and if you guys can give it to us, <laughs> you can go home. Yeah. Part of me is also from a very, very cynical and jaded standpoint. You know how in big budget movies right now they're always like they're sort of randomly inserting um like Chinese pop stars or they'll like have a big fight scene take place in some random city in China for some reason. Oh my god, Max. What are you suggesting? I'm that Bowen's s- a plant by the Chinese government not, to build tourism? Not no no. That Bowen's what, I said, what I'm suggesting <laughs> is that in a very, very not to say you didn't deserve it, I'm sure there's lots of people that do. But that in some very isn't it weird that there was a the, this is Master Chef and there's a guy who is being billed as being from some random city I've never heard of in China. It's true. It's not even like he's... It's not like he's from... Yeah, it would be like if you were Cincinnati. on a show 
as as our resident foreigner, it's like if you were on a show and they billed you as Scotland instead of Vancouver when it was MasterChef Canada. You know, yeah. when you have a claim to both those places. I just felt more that they brought this guy on a show who had interesting notes about both where he was from and his personality. The doctor said he's a Miracle. And let's not forget that he survived a plane crash because a car crash. They have told us multiple stories. And I think that's where the question mark comes in. Like, you introduce this guy, skinny guy. First episode, oh, I've nearly died. Second episode, oh, I'm gay. My parents hate me. Third episode, I'm pretty vicious. Fourth episode, we hear nothing from him. Fifth episode, hear nothing from him. Sixth episode, he does kind of well on a challenge. Seventh episode, is he the villain? Eighth episode, it's just like... Yeah. Oh, my parents don't want me to cook. My parents don't believe in my dream. You're telling us not even half a story. You're telling us like a quarter of all these story points. And at the end, does anyone else just feel confused? Yeah. Does anyone else think Bowen and just feel confused? Yes. yes. That's how I feel. Totally. totally. I saw elements of various storylines, mm-hmm. but nothing was fully rounded off. And he left, and I'm just like, honestly, I feel slightly relieved he's gone because I just. He's got some stuff to figure out. He's got. I've got some stuff to figure out. <laughs> he's got some stuff to figure out. I just never really got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either lean into the fact he's a foreigner, lean into the fact he's gay, lean into the fact that he nearly died, lean yeah. into the fact that he's an arsehole. Yeah. But you kind of dabbled in, totally. all, of in all of them. Like yeah. Farhan, they were like, dentist, dentist, Butcher son, dentist. spice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Secret it was like stoner. Quick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, America's sweetheart. Yeah. Ashley. Girl, swear to God. Yeah. This, everybody that. has their one-liner like elevator pitch. Jerome, teacher, teacher, teacher. It was just like weird sprinkles of too many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you like to know about Bowen? Because I here's the big reveal. <gasps> Next week, interviewing you are Shanika. Yeah. Oh, but she they're they're pals. They were pals. She can give us some insight. Does Shanika even know the real Bowen though? Well, that's, you know? Maybe that's the question. Emily you just did, pose that right to her. Shanika, do you know the real? Did you Bowen? know the real Bowen? <laughs> I will ask. Where are you both? Okay. Why can't <laughs> I find you? All right. <laughs> um, moving on. Is our singing... Quick question for you. Is yeah. it too good? Is our, <laughs> is our singing your worst thing? Or is it our elbows on the table? Oh, How I would I say... Choose? I'd say it's the singing that bothers me more. I think we're sounding really good. <laughs> Jenny is naturally a really good singer. I'm just trying... I'm keeping up, I think. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, anyways, Bowen, uh, Bowen goes home. They're making... Oh, after Filet Mignons. Mm-hmm. After I'm glad because I didn't want the Filet Mignon challenge to happen anymore because them describing a Filet Mignon was the grossest. Oh, really? Tender. Moist. A little kiss of pink in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Kiss of pink. Yeah. Nice. Can we sing again? No. Kiss from a pink. (laughs) You know what I mean? You guys, when you listen to this episode, I want you to really think about your performance of Kiss from a Rose in this segment, and then you tell me if you want to continue. If we deserve to keep singing. Yeah, exactly. I was wondering, guys, speaking of Bowen being a confusing character, I want to 
ask you both, who is their own to you? Well, guys, mm. what I is mean, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. That, by the way, we've not even made it to, and it's 10 p.m. <laughs> but <laughs> this is like all I want. And I said I it last Christina week, and so I'm going to put myself on a plate again. I want Arona and I want Joe. I know Gordon, and I could do with some less Gordon time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's uh, all I'm saying. We, you know what we're going to do? I think we're going to have to release the Caesar episode as a standalone episode. We'll release it just as a separate download. The interview? The interview. Bonus. That way, yeah, because people can listen to it that way. Because mm. we, we're, we're pushing it. Max, this is, we're on track. I feel year. emotionally drained, and we're not even in the next episode. Yeah, exactly. I think something we need to remind ourselves is that people can pause this show at any point and don't have to binge it. You but can I can't time. pause my life because okay. I'm here. <laughs> so I don't know if I have more wine. What did I text you guys today? I have What did I text you? Are we taking I, a pause? You te- you text I text you a saying lot. I'm not coming unless <laughs> you have wine. Okay, let's... We gave you wine. Oh, my God. I have gin if you want some gin. The next episode... Oh, my God. ...begins. (laughs) Uh, We're down to the top four at this point. Mm -hmm. Which seems nuts. It does. Um, And we are quickly... uh, uh, The Cesar gets an opportunity to pick teams. This is going to be a team challenge... Um, it's Cesar and Ashley. It's Jerron and Sam. And the judges bring out their three mentors. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I really liked um, it. I loved it so much. Did anyone else feel like they should just be the judging show? Yeah. Nah, I, I liked it more. Here's Cards on table. I liked it more than the regular setup. Here's why I liked it more than the regular setup. Because they challenged each other <laughs> and disagreed. Like, yes. Uh, they, exactly. Adam. Well, what was his last name? Adam Oh, uh, let me tell you the Waxman. names. There was, mm-hmm. I, I had it as Jonathan Waxman. Oh, okay. I don't know. There was a Mr. Waxman. There was Lydia Bastianich, <laughs> Joe's mom. Does she come up in this book? I oh, spoke to her in real life. No. Yeah, I interviewed her for I a magazine that piece. that when we were watching. Nice. Um, she and liked then, me. Of course she did. Yeah. And then there was, I, I swear to God, this is what I wrote his name down as. Is it Daniel Balloon? It's Daniel Balloon. B-O-U-L-A-D, I think. Yeah? Don't know. It's not balloon. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like, it's French. Maybe it is and maybe it isn't. Anyways, yeah. The I listeners love their can three... choose to believe one of us isn't that true. <laughs> I love their, the fresh personalities. I love that Jonathan and Lydia disagreed about something. Jonathan yes. was like, you know what? I like fat. And Lydia was like, well, I think it's too fatty. We need more of that. That's what Graham Elliott used to really bring to yes. the table. Yes. And I miss that. A lot. Fuck, fuck, baby. It's chicken time. It's fat time. It's mm-hmm. disagreement time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then that adds some like surprise and suspense to yeah. it. Yeah, that always happens at the in the final. Mm-hmm. We always get that in the final. But do you know what I loved as well? And Max, you're gonna roll your eyes at this. Yeah. But I loved seeing a woman on TV that wasn't a size zero, twenty five mm-hmm. year old. Yeah. Like Lydia was there. She's sure. Credible. She said her piece. And try and think of another show where there's a judge. Of that quality and that aesthetics. On The Voice? No, no. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any other judging shows. I think that's totally fair. I guess she's pretty old, but she's still thin. Um, You don't know. She's behind that bench. Anything could be happening. (laughs) She's just thin from the shoulders up. Cankles. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. I'm not really After Buzz TV. I Mm -hmm. think that was great. Do you think they have an After Judy? 
<laughs> I mean, that's um, our opportunity. I loved it. I just thought their dynamic, as you know, I love old people. Mm-hmm. Phil, stop. Mm-hmm. I just thought their dynamic was interesting. And see, because they were all in an even field, I just really feel mm-hmm. Gordon is the lead. Mm-hmm. It throws everything off kilter. Yeah, Gordon's the lead. Joe's just kind of phoning it in a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. It's like in a rom com, mm-hmm. and Joe and Arona are the best friends. Yeah. That's how it feels to me. Yeah. It's like huh. how to lose a guy in 10 days, and that lady that pre- pretends to be the therapist, she is the friend in everything. Mm. You know that lady? I don't. I have not seen this movie, You'll but I know the her. kind of movie. She's also in Step Brothers, and she's married to the to Adam Scott. Oh, sorry. Don't Guys, know. these are popular references. Not some weird kids reading show that no one's ever seen. <laughs> Where's the beef? Anyways. <laughs> so they all start... They pair up and they get to make whatever they want. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> oh, this is some real hard hitting analysis. <laughs> this is what the people tune in for. That's cool. I like it. <laughs> Pork is Caesar's favorite. We learned Pork that. Pork is Caesar's favorite. I'm Jenny's. <laughs> Jenny's. Maybe you guys can make pork tacos on your pop up. Ooh, fun. On your Gordon's birthday pop up, November 8th. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar, I'm putting out to you. If you want to host a Gordon Ramsay birthday pop-up in Vancouver, I will co-host with you. Mm. Fantastic. You heard it here first. Um, I think you... Man, I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview. I think you're going to be really impressed with Caesar. He is is such an interesting, intelligent dude. He got it from his mama. There you go. Um, So uh, they start to cook. And uh, uh, did anybody else notice that Sam just like runs right into the counter and somehow yeah. clips herself? In Everybody the- noticed. <laughs> Everybody in that kitchen was noticing, was commenting on Sam's panic, and I cannot think of something that would make you feel worse and more panicky than being like, "Oh my god, six people I admire more than anything in the world, like four other yeah. like." adults that i look up to in this competition are all watching me just have a meltdown how do you pull out of a spiral like that well she did this she managed to pull it together probably maybe it was the pain maybe of running them running herself into the corner of the counter are you saying she did it on purpose (laughs) just to really focus herself like stamping on your foot to forget the pain in your arm well Mm. sometimes when i'm driving i'm I'm tired i do slap myself in the face Mm. yeah so Mm. it's like that maybe that was equivalent yeah well, whatever it was at work, they pulled it together, uh, and they both managed to put out two fantastic dishes. Very hard for the judges, I think, to really decide on one they liked better. There was a lot of discussion. So, uh, Jaron and Sam decided to have a rhubarb reduction with mm-hmm. some lamb. Is that right? Yes. And everybody was like, that's crazy. crazy. Rhubarb and lamb? <laughs> You're be sent to jail. But turned out was pretty good. Shocker. Yeah. It just seems so interesting to me how quickly everybody jumps to being like, well, I never, that's never the way that this has been done. Mm -hmm. It's like you see people twist stuff all the time. Like that's the whole. It's called fusion. And why would rhubarb taste good with, I forget what they said, duck and not taste good with lamb. Like what does meat, I don't know, meat isn't like more acidic than any other meat. It's all fat. And you have, like, an acidic fruit. When you were younger, mm. did you used to dip rhubarb in sugar and then just... Yeah. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we try that as adults? Did you guys yeah. know that rhubarb leaves, le- leaves, but also the leaves, the leaves, though, <laughs> uh-huh. are Poison. very poisonous. Mm-hmm. How poisonous? They kill you. 
How much leaves do I need to eat today? I don't know. Oh, Jenny. This is a cry for help. It seems like an out. <laughs> it seems like an out. You just start with the sugar end and keep on chomping. <laughs> That's right. Jenny, no, spit it out. How many leaves? Are like one leaf, two I, leaves? I don't know. Don't tell her. It's quite big leaves. Like It's like kale. It's like a big... Yeah. Probably is a, depends on what size you are as a person. So, I'm mm, pretty slim, sense. so probably just one. Um, Everyone out there, if you... Yeah. It's no joke. If you're thinking about look for help. Rhubarb yeah. Call us. Email me after shift junior at gmail.com if you're thinking about taking your life with rhubarb leaves. I want to help. Um so they of course uh as we know they 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 send Ash Ashley and Cesar up to the balcony and we have our first two finalists. Which leaves Sam and Jerome. And because Jerome was wearing that pin and because sam was just has been having a panic attack for the last five episodes <laughs> i think it was pretty clear who was going to be coming out on top it's true it's true and we had that beautiful moment at the they, i mean we we have to sort of wrap it up but they had that beautiful moment at the end where sam uh you know was, what were they cooking uh they had to do three different dishes right the, that all white risotto with the pea puree and the asparagus tips but someone forgot their puree sam sam forgot the puree um, the they had to do the Guys, fish. This charge, this challenge was so hard. It's yeah, so hard. A risotto and then a fish with something and something and something and then a mm-hmm. sticky toffee pudding, which by the way I've made before. It's crazy nice. because they would have just done one of those things for a previous season. Like, why are they piling it on? This isn't like fastest chef. Like, being the fastest <laughs> chef doesn't make you the best chef. So, you know? to go from kebab to a three course meal is not. That's it's why it was so minutes. important to get that kebab right. And, uh, we all knew what was happening. We all knew what was happening at this point. Ashley's on whose team? Cesar's. She's no, no. Gordon. She's through. Yeah. Cesar's on whose team? Yeah, um, Aaron. Aaron. So you've got. A garden yeah. team versus a mm-hmm. Joe team. Yeah. This whole challenge was ridiculous. Do you think that, that, that the Gordon knew this and the guilt? He knew that she was... Maybe, think yeah. he's sleeping at night? He knew that the odds were against her. And maybe that's why and he that's served why he... up the tuition. No, I think... I, I would I would really like to think that he just did it because he's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, even though I don't want him on a season, and I would like Joanna Roan plus a female, maybe Christina, mm-hmm. to lead mm-hmm. up another season. I do Gordon. like him, and I'd like to think he's a good person. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. we've come up with several different ideas for MasterChef spinoffs. He can host one of those. It he's hosting be, enough. It could be something like he travels the country giving out scholarships. He's like some sort of uh, Santa type character. Mm. It's called Gordon Ramsay Cooking Santa, and he. <laughs> Dresses up in a Santa outfit and he goes to different restaurants. And he sings Christmas carols mm-hmm. like this one. <laughs> I'm joking, Max. I would like to dream that if Gordon Ramsay every emailed us and said, I want to do your show. And Gordon we're come to every you guys. emailed us and said, please take down that URL. And, <laughs> and, and also you. shut down your podcast. Yeah. I would like to think that he would come here. And we wouldn't change. We'd stay humble. Mm-hmm. And we would record right here at this kitchen table. I would move the pinata. We'd move this graphic <laughs> pinata that you made that I'm sitting beside. And Gordon Ramsay would sit right here and also be able to openly talk about the format of this show. Mm-hmm. Is that a world we live or live in? What if we... Okay, what if the only thing holding Gordon back is his NDA, his... Reputation. What if we promise him, Gordon, Gordon, baby, 
<laughs> oh no! Did, did if you, just you come not just on our show, <laughs> Gorgeous. we can baby. promise you anonymity. We have. The- <laughs> 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 He's gone. One of those voice messages. Like, uh, started judging after show. <laughs> they kept making me take off my shirt. I didn't want to take off my shirt. They just said, "Why not go for it?" <laughs> Why not go for a swim and get changed? We won't be falling, but they were falling. <laughs> they would give me... <laughs> they would hand me a piece of lamb, and then they would say, that lamb is po- has acid on it. It's burning through your hands. You have to throw it away, or it'll eat your hand away. And I did it. I didn't want to. I just had to. <laughs> I actually just said a lot of words in a row, and they put them together to describe dishes. <laughs> They just asked me to say different words that I wrote for every letter of the alphabet. I mean, that was unintelligible. <laughs> Whatever you just said was unintelligible. <laughs> Guys, how can people find us on social media? Did we even finish this episode? Yes, I'm are. Sam Gallo <laughs> Um Yeah, okay. So the final three are going to be uh, Jerron. They're going to be Ashley. They're going to be Cesar. And they are going to the finals. They're going head to head to head. Yeah. And uh, if you want to weigh in, let us know who you're rooting for, um, what you're looking forward to most. Um, please let us know uh, AfterChefJunior at gmail.com or AfterChefJunior at Instagram <laughs> or Twitter. <laughs> this is why this episode has to come so close. Um, you'll find. Just Google it. It's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, we will release a special separate episode that is the full Cesar interview. Big thanks again to Cesar for doing that. That was uh, It's awesome. You will definitely love it. It is uh, 100% worth the lesson, especially if you are considering auditioning for MasterChef in the future. Stacy, You're going to find out. Uh, you'll get some I'll great listen. tips on how to do that. And then next week, um, Shanika is coming. Oh, if you have any questions for Shanika, yes. maybe you can message those to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. What do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emily. All right. We will uh, see you guys next week. Bam, 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 bam. Nice work.